Hello everyone, welcome once again to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam and I'm delighted to be delivering this podcast to you uh, with my, my dear colleague Sally as well. Um, uh, on the anniversary of the podcast, uh, we have been around for one entire year and they said it would never last. Um, we did start in the depths of lockdown last September, um, I think a time when everybody was starting to look towards, my goodness, this next uh, level of, of lockdown measures coming in around about this time and everybody worrying about what was going to be happening in the autumn and the winter ahead. Um, so there were some dark days and uh, I think we've all come through that remarkably well and uh, here we are, um, September 2021. Let's hope that things continue in a good course, but uh, no matter what happens, we will be here with Marketing Meanders. So if you are a, a regular listener, then uh, thank you very much much for sticking with us and if you are also a regular listener then please do share this with any of your friends or colleagues who you think might be interested and if you are one of those new people who's just joined us welcome 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 um we have well what about over 70 back podcasts now episodes um to to listen to so please do have a look in the archive and uh you know let us know your thoughts on some of those issues there um we've got a number of new um episodes coming your way we will be looking at the human side of marketing and writing for websites and SEO, um, how you actually put the human into it and concentrate more on that than the machine. Um, and then also looking at uh, the challenges of going freelance, and particularly um, for mothers, we we're looking, going to be looking at that in the weeks to come. Um, and then also we shall be exploring some of the, the latest developments in marketing technology and seeing what is worthwhile our consideration and what is perhaps uh, uh, should be not, not discounted, but uh, yeah, just gradually incorporated uh, rather than uh, embraced wholeheartedly, immediately perhaps. Um, so hopefully we'll be bringing that to you as well during October. Um, so today, though, back to basics, back to back to basics, part two, uh, we'll be looking at uh, avoiding vanity projects. I think we've all seen a number of vanity projects in our time, perhaps in various guises, and uh, we'll be trying to understand uh, when you can identify a vanity project and when to put your hand up and uh, perhaps say, eh, do we need to do this? Is this the right thing to do? Should we be concentrating on more of these basic things over here? Um, also looking at adapting uh, your marketing practices um, based on how your audience is changing and evolving and uh, reminds us of market research back with Amanda Clayson's um, one of our early podcasts looking at in fact I think our first guest ever which is um, oh look at me reminiscing here um, we, we had some very important um, insights there from Amanda about you know how to test the pulse of uh, what your audience is currently doing and trying to understand them more effectively therefore impacting on the marketing that you are conducting with them uh, and then finally we we also look at learning lessons on on when you should test what is working what is not with your audience in terms of campaigns and interactions um, and then how you learn the lessons of of, of working through your basic marketing practices so there, there's a fair amount to get cover and i've droned on for far too long just wanted to have this little extra special message today to, uh, to say happy birthday to us um, and if you do have any uh, points or anything you'd like to share with us um, in more depth or suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover then please do get in touch you can you can get us um, uh, meanderspod at gmail.com or find us on twitter facebook um, and also on acast so without further ado i'll let us carry on thank you very much everyone As you say, it can become like things where it's more like vanity projects and and, yep. um, and actually, as you say, I mean, it's interesting because then it does come back to this whole wider purpose, isn't it? So sort of strategic 
objectives the brand the brand stuff we were talking yeah. about someone might say well you know we're, we're doing the balloons and the cupcakes because the, our, our brand is light and fluffy and happy and celebratory and this this really reinforces this and you might say okay that's what you want to achieve with this but could it be done in a different way which is less expensive or could it be done yeah. in a different way where we talk about this and again it, it then it relates back to what what you were saying at the top side isn't it about, about the audience again so where are the audience for all this because i think in this basic sense you know you might say yeah they really wanted balloons um back in 2019 because everyone was very excited and they all wanted to be in the shop and gonna have a, a party and everything and then you might go well there's a, one practical thing perhaps people aren't going to be you know half of our audience are not going to want to be clustered together for a big party in the shop anymore yeah so doing yeah. that party with the balloons and the cupcakes isn't going to work they don't want to pick anything up in the shop and eat it and uh, no. you know in a very practical way as you say well so would it be better that it was a digital thing we still have the same essence of yeah reinforcing the brand but could it be digital are they more open to use to looking at stuff digitally rather than physically all the other way around now where's the sentiment and and getting back to that understanding again of where are the audience now um, yeah. is important, I suppose, isn't it? Or also, I mean, as your business grows, the audience might have changed. I mean, we might at the very beginning of our handbag um, escapade thought, OK, our audience, these are quite expensive handbag, handbags. And actually, these are um, middle aged women, probably, who have quite good careers and they want a good bag to show off in the office. And as we've gone through, you've got to keep an eye on your audience because it's just possible you might have found that actually your handbags have turned into the best um, hipster man bag. They found them and they thought, gosh, it's brilliant because they're purple or orange or pink or whatever colour they are. Yeah. But actually, your audience isn't who you thought it is. And if you keep thinking my audience is like this, if you don't look at your personas again, um, you're going to get all your messaging wrong or you're going to just lose some of that market because you perhaps you now need two marketing campaigns one to the middle-aged ladies who are buying the handbags occasionally but actually you possibly need to put a hipster campaign in there now because they're you're, they're very willing to pay quite a lot of money for a pretty exclusive man bag yeah free bottle of beard oil for example exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. or a beard oil pouch you know instead yes, of, exactly. of a, 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 a lipstick pouch or something but yeah yeah exactly yeah that's the thing i mean because i mean but that that that's i suppose in a very practical way it's almost like you know if you're sitting down and you've, you've got a good plan in place you've had a good plan in the past um you, you're at that point of not completely re resetting it you are still carrying out um, but yeah. right now perhaps you're looking at saying let's just re go let's go through those personas again um, and find out where where people are or even let's understand do we know do do we because that's I mean that's another big thing about I suppose getting back to basics and that perhaps more difficult for businesses that don't have more sophisticated CRM systems and things to understand well who are the actual customers perhaps we know a lot about the leads we generate and and, and the people we think we're going after uh, and we thought we were going after, as you say, at the beginning when the shop started, but now it has moved on. But how are we even measuring that? How are we, yeah. are we just getting the money and saying, well, that's just an anonymous, well, semi-anonymous customer. Yeah. Um, and some of those basics about GDPR, I mean, do we have the right to understand information yeah. about them? Can we then do the whole, the race model to turn them into, you know, engage engagement and, and, and advocacy? You know, how how can we? We we may not be able to do that. That's one of the first things. Someone might come in and say, Yes, I really want to make, you know, get your, your personas in there. And I can see, I can see who they are and everything. You see, I'm excellent. So now let's go and get them to become advocates and ambassadors for the, for the send brand. them an email. 
yeah, we'll do that. And you go, oh, um, we don't have any permissions for that. What? Well, we, we never collect or we never collected the data. We never actually asked for their email address um, and we don't have permissions to do anything with it anyway. And you go, oh, yeah. right. OK. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Then, so, so again, it's sort of revisiting some of those basic. I mean, again, a, a very different sort of basic model. But I mean, I, I suppose it's looking again. I mean, as we say in general, um, at the audience and understanding, yeah. well, are they, are, are yeah, are they the same as they were before? They may be the same people. Do they have different preferences? Yeah. How are we even checking? I mean, are we going to say, well, let's put aside a good chunk of time and and money and budget? to do that refresh and that check-in you know yeah. with um if we really want to listen to them that would surely be one of the first things a lot of people would want to do before you start gallivanting off with new campaigns to a yeah. persona that you it may still be completely valid but do you know um or not um, maybe you ought to go and ask do some um customer research as we talked about on one of our very early podcasts it's incredibly valuable to make sure that your assumptions are correct Mm. and that you might not want to hear that they're not correct but you shouldn't duck it because if they're not correct you're wasting a lot of your valuable time and money going after an audience that isn't really there mm, mm, exactly and i i think i think for me again it comes back to this whole thing of um the sort of the simple hypothesis the simple customer journey idea of that you know you know either you're starting a new uh, product or, or or it's the existing one and you're just saying what am I doing to get enough people to, to do this? You know, I'm trying to get people to be aware of something and then do something about it and then tell others. That's really, that's marketing. That, that's it, isn't it? That's what I'm trying to do. Really complicated. Um, and, yep. uh, and so in, in essence, I suppose you say, you're just trying to say, well, yeah, I mean, if, um, is this, is this actually um, correct uh, now? Uh, do, do, have, have we, how do we know uh, is the question and is it better? And you have to make this judgment call, I suppose, to say, well, is it better to spend five grand on going out to our existing audience to find out where they are? Um, or is it better to spend five grand on a campaign to our existing audience to find out where they are? So it's an interesting sort of um, experiment in a way. One way you're going to find out more about what they might want and then be able to uh, calibrate future campaigns accordingly. Um, and the other way, it might be a complete flop, but it might also get you some custom at the same time so it's an interesting I mean, both however. are valuable but it depends where you are in your business's journey really I mean, I mean if you're a very successful business you probably should be doing both yeah possibly side by side I mean concurrently all the time you should always be finding out what their customers are doing but if you're a new business um I think there comes a point where you need to be of a certain size to actually say to be honest, if you you'll know instantly if you've got the wrong audience because your business will have failed because you won't have made any we won't have sold a single handbag because we're chasing I know brownies and they don't seem to have enough money to buy <laughs> handbags. That was never a good market orientation. Um, but so you'll have got it a little bit right. But as a new, you ought to be feeling what your sales are from as a new business. But don't ever assume you know because you almost certainly don't. So once you've been probably trading for 12 months, you possibly then need to start genuinely finding out who your audience is and what they think and all those things so that you can, as you say, tailor the campaigns you're doing to better press their buttons. Mm, mm, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And I, I, I mean, I think, I think perhaps we're all a bit guilty of this as well. There's, there's never sufficient time spent on, on actually getting to, 
what the audience thinks and what they what they yeah. want and 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 it's uh, like, like we had in one of our very earliest podcasts with amanda clayson's was around yeah. actually having good quality market research going on and, and and as you start off you know with something it's it's that sort of you know you want to be in a in a pleasant place where that as you say small business you start doing something and people seem to like it and you're actually like oh i'm quite surprised i, I didn't think that actually i'd get 100 customers in my first year you know i thought yeah. it might be only 50 um but then it's learning lessons isn't it it's t- i mean again a lot of this is about taking time to to learn lessons measure properly what's going on from the activities yeah. you, you're working on and keeping that because i suppose that's one of the hard things particularly if, if some businesses at the moment are going through a situation where perhaps people have left um they, they've moved on because of the of lockdown where they found new opportunities etc and you lose a lot of that brain capital that 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 shared memory about what works what goes well and i think a lot of it is retained in the heads of a team a marketing team and not enough perhaps oh. is formalized in fact it almost yeah. certainly isn't uh, so no. Very, um, very few marketers, marketing departments have a nice book of processes. Yeah, yeah. And and that and 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 learning, you know, what, what is it you're learning uh, for each thing? Because and really we're saying about basics, it's it's you know, if you are looking back on last year's um, model, you've been established for several years, say, and you're looking back on what you did before. Uh, and I've we've we've alluded to this before, I think. We've said you don't really do enough of actually looking back and saying. So that was what we were, that's where we were. And that's what we were thinking at the beginning of last year. And then we yeah. had last year. And then how much actual dissection have you done and post-mortem of yeah. what happened and what didn't happen? You, you're on to the next thing already, aren't you? Because you're almost like, yeah. you know, you're already on to the next piece before you finish this one, you know, and, and it's, no. there's that as well. I would say it's like, um, if you're looking where to start, where to reset, look at where you've been to understand what has happened. Um, yeah. Not, not just to base everything on what, what's gone before, but to understand what's gone before. And again, yeah. it just helps, gives you a better positioning. But if you're saying, right, so now we are going to start afresh with yeah. a proper understanding of market research piece with the audience, see where they are and get the basics in place and go from there rather than just sort of going, oh, what's hot now for this for 2021? Let's, let's try mean, some new stuff. I mean, it can sound really boring, but it is why you need a written down marketing strategy with written down plans in it so that you can, as you said, at the end of the year, go, okay, let's have a little look at what we were doing Mm. and what went when and what didn't when, because it'll make planning for next year so much quicker. Because you can go, you'll be able to just pick campaigns up and go, was brilliant, we'll work again, plonk it here. Wasn't brilliant, we'll never do it again, so we'll try something different. And it just makes your planning much easier. So it just is worth writing it down and as you say not just sitting there going oh look let's do mm, this exciting thing over here it's a, always a waste of time makes your life so much stress more stressful even though you think it's boring to do yeah exactly and i think there is just that, that there's a very strong natural human desire isn't there to sort of to, to leap off into as we say to the novel and and, and the, the new the new stuff which we we like to uh, attempt and, and have a go at and and then just not finding enough time to catch up and perhaps as well if you're in a, build, a business that's doing really well um i suppose because it is doing really well perhaps you've got good budgets and perhaps you know you, you things are just ticking along uh, very nicely and so yeah. you never really properly get into the guts of well is what we're doing working or not and i think that's perhaps where 
I mean, perhaps you're set up really well. You're really efficient and everything is marvellous and it's all very clear. And da, 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 da. so, again, it's probably more like an engine, like a car engine. It's sort of going in and just making sure, yeah, is that oil level just about right? Yeah, it is. OK. You're keeping more of a, an even keel rather than having to go, oh, my God, where do we start again now? It's yeah. it's if you're in that position, you're more likely to be the kind of more rigorous team yeah. uh, or marketer who who has got their plan they know where they are in their plan they know what it's supposed what its purpose is what it's supposed to do yep. they're doing the things like checking in with their audience and they're assigning enough time and budget to do the stuff yep. that they said they're going to do um and but they're also the other thing that i think we haven't talked about yet is, is communicating with each other they're also absolutely telling each other what they're doing so that they don't tread on each other's toes steal each other's leads steal each other's time for the designers where they're doing and they're constantly talking to each other and it's amazing how many particularly quite big marketing teams just stop talking to each other because i'm doing i'm responsible for um this widget and i'm just going to market this widget i don't care or have time to think about what you're marketing because i haven't got time and i don't want to know but actually you might find that you could save a lot of money because basically you're both running almost exactly the same campaign at the same time possibly competing with each other and that's daft so you really do i'm mean, gonna go back to our handbags just suppose i have a really brilliant idea i thought god I'm going to do a window display based on elephants. I've gone in and I've made this fantastic. I spent all night doing the window display, but I haven't told you I'm doing this. I've just gone and done it. Um, and then I come in the next morning. Oh, it's going to be so pleased. That's going to be brilliant. And I get to the shop and you haven't opened it because you have forgotten to tell me that you've taken a week's holiday. Yeah. And because you run the shop's not opening. <laughs> and that yeah. does happen. I mean, that's extreme, but that kind of thing happens. Mm. yeah exactly as you say I mean, in terms of basics as, as, as we always allude to it, it is those communication um, channels in particular where you have larger teams both within your marketing team itself and with others um, outside of it making sure that the you know the, again as you said that the basics of what you're trying to do all the more elaborate things are, are communicators because I mean it's just it's it's so easy to um, say well get get getting carried away or just or, or, or simply just saying as you say being too focused too tunnel vision on this is what i'm doing and i don't need to share this with anybody i don't need to actually tell them you know i mean it's it's interesting example i suppose if you have a situation where um you have one person perhaps in the team who's very highly organized at and but also a very good communicator uh, um, perhaps who's so let's say there's almost like a, a marketing persona person who's the, the one who says what's the purpose of this that one at the back excuse me puts the hand up and they're very they're, they're a bit quiet they're quite studious but they do communicate properly and effectively with people to get what they need in place to deliver on yep. a very rigorous plan and then there's the other far more flamboyant marketer who's sort of like hey hi how are you and then they come up with brilliant creative ideas and they've had a number of successes under their belts where they've said let's just you know let's talk yeah, let's do the elephants this month let's let's see it's all about elephants people love elephants and they're all going to come off the street and buy the bags um you have that more flamboyant person, but they don't communicate effectively what they need with people. So that it takes all of their great creative plans and ideas much longer to come to fruition because yeah. they don't have the resources in place, the people on board to deliver on it. So you think, well, which, which would you rather be? I mean, of course, usually in life, it's going to balance in between the two, isn't it? To a certain degree, but, but then it shows the importance of the basics of your teams, I think. And if you yeah. do have a marketing team, who are you putting in the right places? You know, if you need the the planner, the sort of the level-headed 
um, a person who's going to say, right, let's keep us to task. And I'm responsible for not running the whole strategy, but just keeping everyone honest to the strategy because yeah. I enjoy exactly. doing this. And they're perhaps the person yep. who works on the analysis, the measurement, yeah. uh, either themselves or someone else. And then you've got the more sort of, you know, creative types perhaps who are, again, they're sort of a bit more, their times be more managed and they, they just need a bit more direction about, look, you, we've got a week to put this together. So, yeah. you know, and we will help you get in place the resources you need to do it because it's a great idea. Um, but it's almost that yeah. sort of, again, it's, it's, it's putting those building blocks together, isn't it? And, and when it is a larger team, it's that sort of, um, am I using, the, am I allowed to, or do I have the creativity and the, uh, as, a, as a leader and a manager um, to, to put the right people in the right places and, and make sure that I'm facilitating that communication amongst them or, or right. not? Um, which is, now, now we're all going back. It might be a really good time to think about who in your team is good at doing these things because often you get employed as a marketing executive or whatever it's called and there's no real description are you a creative marketing executive are you a budgety marketing executive what kind of marketing executive are you because you're probably not all the same mm. I bet all your job descriptions are but a very but, a, but a, an inspiring manager a motivating manager should be able to say to people brilliant i expect you to do could you do the budget for the entire team because you're just so good at that and that would be great and the, that person would be at think brilliant oh, god that's fantastic that's exactly what i want and i don't think that possibly that the creative person will think oh no that means i don't have to i can't spend seven hours doing a budget a day because it probably takes them twice as long as it does they can be all much more creative and so as a manager so for those of you as people listening to this who are managers it's a really good idea to make sure that not everyone's being the same. Mm, mm, yeah. Look how different they are and make the most of that difference. Yeah, I think I think I mean I think that's a really important thing again about the, the basics of, um, of of team management, isn't it? Really, as you say, and particularly over this time, it's you know a lot of people are coming back to, do I want to work from home all the time now, or do yeah. I want to be in the office? And 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 it's that sort of having to be. Um, I suppose going back to again, it's, it sounds more um, doing things in a more sophisticated way, but it's probably just doing things in more of a more of a, a, a basic way in certain to a certain degree. Because you're saying, well, I want to sort of focus on what it is that you you know you're really here to do, to do again. Purpose again, isn't it? It's like purpose of your team members um, and 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 organising them in the most effective way, rather than yeah, getting them to do stuff that isn't quite right um, for them. Um, and the communication doesn't work as well so just yeah. they just won't be doing it very well yeah yeah and, yeah. and i mean if you ask someone who's just not to do complex budget report every every month you're taking their time away from doing what they're good at you're making them miserable and making them stressed and making them unhappy so they're not very motivated and stopping them doing the things that they could be doing really well and it's daft. Yeah, ab absolutely. And and it, and it comes to, I suppose, with that, there's definitely that awareness again, isn't there, really? So it's sort of, um, if I, again, another analogy, if I was going to equate being the marketing manager, the leader, and, and, and saying, right, how do I get back, back down to basics of where I am? If you're in more, perhaps a, a more old-fashioned aircraft, that all the computers and everything in there, but you're sort of checking your, your oil pressure and your, your trim and, and all your other elements and your, you know, how many revs you've got on the propeller what where are you on all of the sort of the basic sort of checks of things and then if it's your teams your team it's your budget it's your plans 
Um, it's all of those areas who do you, all your dials effectively. Um, and that's another thing as like we've alluded to about measuring analytics. Yeah. Make sure you've got a blooming set of analytics that are supporting what you're doing. So you, you, you've spent the time and the energy on setting that up. We've got someone in to do it for you. And yeah. you have that. And again, we're talking to larger teams here, I guess. But I mean, you can have basic dashboards and analytics, of course, um, uh, as a small business. But checking your temperatures and, and oil pressures and things like that, making sure you are where you are, but with your people yeah. as well, isn't it? I mean, it's obviously Absolutely. checking in to make sure they are doing the best they can do to, to deliver on on that plan that purpose it's so many it's it, i mean the thing that i'm getting from our discussion really is that there's all these basic as we would term basics of marketing uh building blocks yep. but the most important thing is the cement or the connections whatever it is pulling them all together and and so much that's i guess where responsibility lies in terms of who's in charge making sure yep. that that's happening um setting that vision setting that strategy um understanding the pace of of you know when when we're doing things what are the phases is it working isn't it working who's doing what yeah. it makes it sound very complicated but actually i think it is it's those basic things and it's, do, it's doing them in a it's doing them in a in, a, in a, a coherent manner so i suppose what we're saying overall is almost you know take a step take a step back chill out and yeah. just look at it in that basic ways of of, of asking very uncomplicated questions you know yeah. about about i think that brings our discussion to a really good close actually because actually what we're saying you to do is building blocks is a great analogy look at your building blocks make sure you've got the right fuel the right people to drive the most drive the marketing and then set off strongly and confidently that it's all going to work because it's all sitting there together it's dope but make sure those building blocks are the right blocks in the right order and with the right um cement between them yeah, absolutely. Because because it's it's so much harder later on, isn't it? If you sort of you've got half of it together, or you've got them together with a really rubbish cement that's falling apart, it's got too much sand in it. And some and of it's stuck uh, together with blue tack. Yeah, exactly. A bit of blue tack here, a bit of blue tack there, and there's a couple of blocks here which I'm just holding. Uh, which are, I'll, um, oh my goodness, my Alexa just went off. That was a bit shocking. <laughs> <laughs> but there's other things that you do that then don't come together later on, because yeah. because there's always the urgency to then let's just get on with it. Yeah, uh, and uh, and ignore some of the basics. But if we're saying if you're starting off on this journey of this next period, always, always, always start get make sure you have as many, if not pretty much, hopefully all of those basics in place, and keep the basics small and manageable and tight. Yeah, and they re yeah it um, really matters. And just so I can, just everybody who's listening to this needs to go away and think about their basics again. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the only way. It's the only way. It's the best way to do it, and then to restart. Yeah. Well, I think we've 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 kind of exhausted all of that today. We've gone through all of it, and hopefully, it's been useful for for some people. And be interesting to know what what others feel about it. And perhaps you're going through this right now. Perhaps you're in in the process of a reset, or or starting something new. Um, perhaps a lot of people have started their own businesses during the lockdown and pandemic. And you know, you might be scratching your head saying, "Where do I start? What do I do?" And um, I think this basics thing is there. But knowing what the basics are, and then getting them in place a conversation for another time is probably do i know i've got everything it there have i included everything yeah. uh i think probably that's a continuation perhaps yeah. conversation for this Absolutely. one because, part two uh, yeah part two because i think that comes into then actually getting someone else to check your work and, and that's another <laughs> conversation um, yeah. about um is everything in place and when do you know everything's well, you know that's a really good point there. the basics part two will be get someone else to notice your basics as well 
exactly yeah yeah so we'll come to that that'll be that'll be good that'll be good cool. but uh we'll have to wrap up for today we uh if you want to get in touch with us then you can just uh, look us up uh, marketing meanders on google uh we're we are here on acast but uh, we are also on uh we're on facebook Spotify. Uh, twitter wherever yes we, we're, we're all over the place wherever maybe. you can find us everywhere you can find us everywhere and if you want to send us a message then please do uh we'd be very happy to uh to talk to you and um and discuss things we've got some other exciting new um some other interviews coming up in the autumn and yep. uh lots more content to to discuss so thank you very much for today sally enjoyed that yeah i enjoyed that very much thank you very much i'm going to go in and look at my basics now it's inspired me to do exactly what i've just been talking about absolutely i i, I exactly i feel exactly the same we'll go back have a look at my basics and see where i am in terms of my my oil pressure and my and my temperatures and uh, <laughs> Good. my other analogies but, uh, thanks very much everybody, <laughs> thanks and, uh, so much, everybody. see you next time bye for now <laughs>